0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of Conversations Are My Thing. This is Trini Jackson, also known as the world's very first trend Millionaire. Today I had the pleasure of interviewing Precious Azure, Ray, a businesswoman in Houston, Texas, that has created numerous brands, built up businesses and people in different ways. They're also known as the Clarity Coach and someone who is extremely insightful while also being very productive, knows how to manage her things without getting overwhelmed. We're really gonna get some value and insight on how she's able to balance so many things while also learning a little bit about her background and what put her in the position she's in today. Precious, I'm really happy to have you here today. How are you feeling? How are you doing?
1: I'm feeling better than amazing. I'm so grateful to be here.
0: Yes, lovely. Great answer. Um, so, Precious, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your background in entrepreneurship, or just um, your history in general, that what puts you in the position that you're in today.
1: Okay. Well, I'll do my best to keep it short um, <laughs> or concise. Let me say Concise. Um, so my name is Precious Adjure, I am a full-time entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur since I graduated from college in 2013, so it's been eight years of waking up every day and killing the food that I eat, (laughs) so that is what entrepreneurship is. Um, throughout my journey, I started off in the fashion industry, um, and on the design side, as well as going into production and manufacturing. From there, I pivoted to social media marketing and branding. Then I made another pivot to actually managing influencers and talent and helping them monetize their brands. Then I did another pivot (laughs) where I was uh, building uh, the corporate identity of brands. Um, So that's logo, website, messaging, all that great stuff. Then I pivoted to my true, true core passion and purpose, um, Passion and purpose don't always align. But in this case, developing people was actually what I love most. So I like developing the people behind the brands. The aesthetics and everything are cool. I'm really great. I'm creative, all that great stuff. But, you know, working with the people behind the brands to make sure that they're level headed, sustainable, and, you know, that they're good to actually push the brand forward is what I'm more passionate about. So here we are. I'm the Clarity Coach. Um, and throughout that journey, I co founded an amazing black female led nonprofit called Measure. We're a data advocacy organization. So we help black and brown led organizations quantify their impact in the community so that they can be able to get more sustainable funding um, as well as connect them with um, additional resources. So, um, outside of that, you know, on my journey of entrepreneurship, which I feel like is parallel to. Being on the pursuit of personal freedom, which on my journey, I've realized that, you know, spiritual freedom and financial freedom go hand in hand. And so um, just over the past year, I've embarked on the journey of learning how to maximize my efforts in the foreign exchange and crypto market. So that's been really fun. And I'm able to connect with beautiful beings like Trinity. So I'm excited for this conversation. I hope hopefully that was a good yeah way no. to lay out high level where we are now
0: and that's just why i love having conversations with precious i always learn not only more about her just more learn more in general she's a very thorough person and that was an amazing breakdown so how did you know you know right coming out of um high school in general a lot of people just go straight into college and they don't know even what they want to do or they don't know what they want to pursue and they're just drifting through life trying to figure things out as they go how did you know that entrepreneurship was going to be a path that you could actually take on and take advantage of like For the rest of your life. How did you know that Um, was your. So. I didn't know. Let's start there. I didn't
1: know. Um. I'm a thespian. So. I'm a a woman of the arts. Okay. Uh, So as a thespian. I got inducted in the Thespian Arts Society. I'm a theater geek. I guess is the way you can call it. You did did um, you do
0: theater? Oh yeah, really? Yeah,
1: one act plays, all of that. One act plays. Yeah, so just you and just the... just me. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I've done I've done several different types of plays, but um, when I was since I was four, I wanted to be an actress. Okay. So that was my first thing. How did you know I, you wanted
0: to be an actress? I love the I just movies loved
1: or- performing in front of people. Like whenever there were small crowds, I would be so nervous, but a big crowd, I would be so excited. So it was super weird. <sighs> like even when I was like at church like in practice I'd be super shy but when it was time to perform I was like ready so I've all like fashion shows I've always like dressed up in my mom's clothes my grandmother's clothes like that was my thing like entertaining for sure
0: I did not know I'm learning a lot
1: (laughs) so that was my first passion um so all through uh, middle school I used to do school news Really? I was the weather girl. Like, I used to do jokes of the day. And I used to get, like, hella, like, I was always, I've was i always been a positive person. Right. And I used to get bullied for being positive. Like, they would be like, you're always positive. I'm like, okay. you not to be sad. They're like, there's nothing in the world you can be that happy about. I'm
0: right. Like, Did your parents so raise you that way or are you just genuinely?
1: You know, my mom was very... Like, she used to give us, like, affirmations, like, before we got out the car really? and things like that. Like, we used to always say, um, crap, today is a day full of love, opportunity, and, shoot, I say it, and I don't know why it's slipping my mind now. But she, we would have, like, a golden statement she would say before we got the car. But outside of that, I mean, she allowed but that us,
0: alone is amazing. Yeah. That's honestly very yeah. impressive. And I, that, so she Oh, today is, is a day still... full of
1: love, opportunity, and potential. God is good all the time. Everything I touched turns gold. Like, we would say that, like, when we were little kids.
0: Wow. She was naturally... She understood the power of yeah. affirmations. That is yeah. actually very important. And that explains a lot in terms of when I hear you talking, right. uh, I hope we start the day with a spirit of gratitude. And what's what your saying? Yeah, gratitude, gratitude and excellent. excellence. Yes, That's yes. what I said,
1: gratitude and excellence. So she, like, planted that seed as we were kids. Um, but she really allowed us... To, I'm the second oldest of 10. What? My mom has four kids, though. Okay. And my dad has five, and I have a stepbrother, stepsister. But it's, like, maybe six of us in a household at once.
0: Wow. But I was always okay. the
1: oldest. And so she planted that seed, but she really allowed us to be, like, just independent.
0: Mm-hmm. You had, and, like, a like, lot she didn't like, you didn't – you had a lot of responsibility, but – Yeah. Okay.
1: But she just kind of allowed – like, we would tell her our schedule. Like, hey, I'm going to be doing cheerleading this year. I'm also going to have this – I'm going to be a part of this team. I have to go to church. Like, we gave her our... She's like, oh, okay. Well, did you set up? Like, let me know. You know, so it was always like, mom, this is what I want to do. And she supported it.
0: Wow. And then... That is absolutely... I know a lot of older children in that situation, they feel more like they're also a parent to all their siblings, but she also lets you have your own life. Yeah. Wow.
1: So I'm definitely grateful for that. Um, So that kind of... So with that, like, she even supported me with doing... Like, I've signed to this little agency, but they were like for modeling for for acting for but acting. they were how old were you they were i think i was in middle school so i had to be like 11 or 12 but okay. um at that time i don't know i think it was more so the company it wasn't you know how they have this all these cheesy little talent agencies yeah. and you think like okay i'll start here but nothing really came from it um but then from there i had auditioned so i tried every sport you know really? just didn't really work out tennis um, Tennis, volleyball, basketball, football, even track. I was football. never never first, never last. I actually loved football. Like I like football. What over was basketball. your position? So because
0: I know you were on the <laughs> please stuff and you weren't on the line.
1: You know what? I so we had one girl that ended up making it, but it was kind of that thing of where like I'm in P E and I like wanted to play football and they let me play and I was like, actually I like this. But I don't know what the position was. I just know I was running.
0: Okay. So. No <laughs> I idea. mean all
1: of us are running, so I can't really remember but football. I just remember just okay. wanting to, cause you know it's like a sport. Like it just mm-hmm. felt like I've always liked to be on a team. So, but yeah, track never first, never last. I did long distance, and then how
0: long did we're not talking cross country? We're talking like,
1: no, like I did like the eight hundred. Oh yeah, like okay, I could never. But okay. Yeah. Um. So then I tried out for the dance team. Well, I tried for cheerleading. I did make cheerleading. Then I tried out for the dance team. Made the dance team. But then there was this play called Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the play, but Into never the Woods. It. It's a musical and I auditioned and I got the part and I had to decide because practices were at the same time Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the play and I did that and I just continued doing theater and broadcast journalism then in high school I did that as well and then I got to my senior year and I was like I don't want to be no news reporter wow Uh, that ain't what I what had shifted
0: your perspective
1: it just you know because it's like pressure what do you want to do with your life it's like Mm. i don't know like i'm 17 18 years old like how am i supposed to know what that is i know what i'm passionate about Mm. but career wise like yeah just really i just knew i liked making people feel good like i like making people happy um and so but my both my parents are entrepreneurs like my mom was in the real estate industry um my dad he was heavy in like debt collection so he would buy like penny debts and like yeah, he should have been an attorney. Like, both of them, honestly, was pursuing law school. And throughout my journey, I considered it. They were, like, so gung-ho. They're like, yes, yes, go. Feel for right. our dreams. And I was like... For our dreams. I was like, I'm, yeah. i like, I don't want to give up my life for law school, actually. Right. So I've decided not to do it. But I'm inter- I'm actually considering getting a master's in legal studies. But we'll save that for later. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll come back to yeah, We'll in we'll that. We'll come back to that, that one. Okay. We'll come back to that. But, um, so, yeah, so... Towards the end of my senior year, I just knew I'm like, okay, so I was applying to different colleges, and mind you, in this time, like, my junior year, um, my mom got incarcerated, and then shortly after that, my dad, he just kind of, like, chunked the deuce, and I was just like, I'm a bit confused here, don't have Mm. neither of my parents, but yet I'm supposed to, like, continue this whole college thing and, like... So, this was right when you
0: graduate or like the this summer was between? This is my junior year. Okay.
1: This is like the end of my junior year. And I'm like, okay. At this time, I had already taken the SATs and everything. Mm-hmm. I started applying for college. But now was that moment of like you file for um, financial aid. And, you know, you have the mindset, I don't want any loans. I'm going to do this or do that. And so, I got accepted to... I wanted to go to Duke so bad. There was this guy that I liked.
0: No, not and, no, oh, no, yeah. No. But let me
1: say this: I, like, like I like they came to the school and I had liked it before. I knew that he liked it, okay. but it was the fact that he wanted to go there too, and I was like, oh, maybe this could be a thing. This could be, yeah, this could possibly be a thing. <laughs> but um, that never, that never, <laughs> that never far, was great. Okay. No. And I didn't get accepted either. Okay. Uh, but I got accepted to Baylor. Um, I got accepted to Emory. I got accepted to.
0: Did you do a lot of college applications? No, more
1: like I fill out that Texas app and I just uh like applied some places. Um, I wanted to go to Pepperdine, which is still on my list. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got accepted to Lamar University, which is in Beaumont, Texas, like kind of near Port Arthur, Louisiana Mm -hmm. area. And that was an hour and a half away from home. So considering my grandmother was taking care of my other siblings, I was like, I need to be closer to home. And it was cheaper too. So after going there, looking at their majors, they did have broadcast journalism on there. But then I saw fashion and business, and I was like, now that's something I haven't fully tapped into yet.
0: So it was your first. That. You were just kind of looking at the options. You're like, yeah, no, I didn't consider that. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so I've always loved style. Like I used to plan out my outfits. Like I would make a calendar and write out my outfits. I wouldn't repeat them, you know, because you'll get clown when you repeat stuff too soon. So I used to be like, okay, I wear shirts. Yeah, if I wear my South Pole unit this week and I wear my Valentine's dunks on this day, then that means I can bring them back. Probably like I used to strategize my outfits. Wow! I even stumbled upon a piece of paper where I was like planning out my day, where I was like, okay, six o'clock wake up, six o one brush my teeth, six o two like.
0: This is why I I call her Queen. I was
1: insane. This is twelve years old. What twelve year old
0: (laughs) is doing? Like I've never heard of outfit planning in like to that level. Oh yeah, Yeah. I've heard the night before you said a couple items out, but wow,
1: like the colors. Like you know, February calendar was red and pink. Then you know, March was green and yellow. Crazy. Like even my thirty year old self now, I look back. I'm like, you've been this. Crazy, like, like, <laughs> the whole life. like more than half of your life, you've been so like intentional. Intentional,
0: yeah. I would say that's that's where I was thinking, like, you I've been are
1: so intentional, and I didn't just realize like how embedded that's in my like my character as a person. Yeah, like I don't. And so is your
0: mom like that type of like who I'm trying to say? Like, where would you have mirrored that? like yeah. Did you just like? So I can say one of the traits my
1: mom and my dad have is that they're just very strategic individuals like Mm -hmm. it has to make sense like they're not gonna like you know they and they value their time so I'll say that they even my dad like you know he was a definitely like a weekend dad type of Mm -hmm. guy um but anytime we're like messing up his His flow flow, he's like "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh we gotta find y'all something to do because y'all messing know what I got going on so, of course, as a child, you are like, okay, you're being selfish. But then mm-hmm. as an adult, he's like, I get you, but I'm still your child. Yeah. So, there's still a balance between there, but they definitely value their time. And they're very private, too. They're very mm-hmm. private individuals. Um, and I'm probably, like, the opposite in that way. Like, right. I know like I know, I like to be to myself, but I'm very much so. And they like to have fun. They're just mm-hmm. very selective. So, I can say the older I get, I am falling into that phase of like just being very selective of who I give my time and energy to. Mm-hmm. So I can say I definitely kind of got that from them, but I don't think they're as I think I'm OD on the intentionality.
0: Yeah, okay. pretty pretty OD. No.
1: But yeah, so college, you know, fashion and business, like I basically got my it was like a fashion retail merchandising with a minor in business. That was the mm-hmm. like official title. Um but through that program, I also studied abroad in Paris so what? yeah that was
0: how long Well like a three month period? no i wish it was
1: three months so they had paris american academy they came to our school and they basically did this whole presentation and everybody was like i ain't got no money for that and i was like me and my friend was like Girl, you want to go i'm like yeah i'm gonna go. I'm like i'm gonna find the money so mind you i'm still taking care of myself like i'm working on campus i'm working at heb which is a Two grocery jobs. store i'm also i also end up picking up a third job at Papado to get like the last money that i needed and i was also cutting up jeans and bleaching people's jeans on the side on
0: little so yeah your own business on a
1: little side hustle you know you got to have the multiple streams yeah
0: multiple streams so i'm still a student still a student
1: and this year i was taking 18 hours i was involved in several organizations and i was in a relationship
0: so okay, so at this point, okay, so while you're in school and you have all this going on, you're planning to go on this trip to Paris. So you had I'm so you I'm of course you're already an intentional person, I'm already thinking that, so you have a planner, you were already like, Okay, I'm doing this, this and this, and this and you were all like you were kinda thinking ahead. Yeah. Even back then. Yeah. That's yeah. Sweet.
1: So I had to hustle up seven thousand dollars how long go. how much time
0: how long time period you have? so
1: they came in November, the money was due. No, they came in October, the money was due probably February. Okay. And then final payment like May. So like May is just when I was like I got the job at Papado, and then after two weeks of working, I was like, Hey, um, I actually got this job so I could hustle up the rest of my needed for my trip. So I'm actually about to be gone right. for six weeks. I hate to say but it. But can I have my job when I come back? And they're like, Yeah, sure. I'm like, Okay,
0: great. Perfect. So, 7, yeah. so you were you the only one that wanted? Did your friend never go? My friend never going. Okay.
1: And then so so mind you i hustled up the money for the trip but you need money when you leave right mm. so i literally left the u.s with like 200 u.s dollars and so when i got to the to to paris the bus pass was 60 euro so for that six weeks i had like 112
0: dollars. were they supplying food with the program um no so how it was special you... nights
1: with dinner, but like so I went to the grocery
0: store mm-hmm.
1: and bought okay, so on sixty
0: euros that is how much was that like uh like was that like
1: So I think it was probably at that time the exchange rate maybe like sixty euros was like maybe seventy dollars.
0: oh, okay, so right.
1: I literally had little to nothing. so I ended up borrowing like a hundred or so dollars from my friend that I went with. But I didn't get to do, like, all the special excursions and all that. So, like, I was literally, like, just being a student and, like, exploring. So, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I got a bus pass. That means that I can go anywhere I want to go. So, mm-hmm. let me okay. me just. So, yeah. I, um, that was probably the most I went to McDonald's. Not going to lie. They had a McDonald's out there. And, um.
0: Yeah, I got wow, real familiar with the but you made it happen there. for six weeks. For six weeks, yeah. Okay, and while y'all were out there, y'all were studying other fashion. Yeah, like-
1: so um, we had French as a class. Um, we did Paris Fashion Week, so we, like, volunteers. So we were very active, so we had mm. things to do. It was just more so making sure that I had food at home to eat, like, for breakfast. Um, and then I would pack snacks for the day. And then, mm. you know, lunch dinner was always up in the air. Sometimes it was planned, sometimes it wasn't. But I probably lost like 5 or 6 pounds while I was
0: naturally there. yeah just okay. just walking
1: and not eating. It's just Wow. You know, a lot oh of cardio. Oh
0: gosh. So, that is very impressive for one because <laughs> what, 6 weeks on yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm impressed. Did you come back with anything or it was all... um
1: I mean, I came back with like we made these like hats so like I had some little like souvenir trinkets I did thrift I do have a jacket that I thrifted in Paris that I still have I will probably never really wear it in real life it's kind of just like a thing to keep just right it's pretty small now it was mm. pretty small when I bought it but um I did me and my friend did do a YouTube channel but I hid all those videos on my YouTube channel so y'all cannot see those. wait 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 why do we hide the videos oh my god I'm going to have to save that for and create, like, a little montage later, but...
0: Well, it's, like, a day in the, like, the days you yes, were out yeah, there. Yeah, that yeah. It was so super cute, cute. Super
1: cute. Um, but at, towards the end of the trip, we did a, um episode of... What was that? Uh, Niggas in Paris, you know? Yes! So we redid it. <laughs> no, And, kidding. like, I was doing all the editing, like, on iMovie and everything. And, like, something went wrong with my computer and I couldn't find the, like, files. So that video, like, all the work we did that day, those two days, like... Can't even find it. So mad. Because it was like the climax of the show. Like, we got, we got to do this video before we leave Paris.
0: Paris. Yeah. I, that's, at least you have some amazing experiences out there. That oh. is extremely impressive. Like, the hustle you had. Because so many people heard them. out. money like, eh, well, I can't find that. And you were like, instead, no. were like, you know, I have to. Right? Yes. I'm going to make it happen. Yes. I love the I love the... Just intentional. Wow. Yeah, I
1: literally like I say 2008. So that was the year my mom got incarcerated. But I say 2008 was the year I activated my
0: greatness. Mm-hmm. And something chose, was it the the shift of your mom that? Activated? Yeah, okay. for sure,
1: for sure. Because in that moment, I was like, I don't want to doubt God's work. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna choose not to be a victim mm-hmm. and to be a victor. And it just like like so a lot of people did not didn't know unless like we had a conversation and right. it may have came up. But I never wanted that to be part of my identity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was very intentional about, okay, God, I did not been in church all these years as a kid. Right. You know, I haven't really needed to use my faith.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. it's like, you're a kid and it's like, you have everything you need.
0: Yeah, life's been good. And you know, it's, it's like, true. what do you need? Yeah.
1: So at this point, it was just like, all right, Jesus, come on, let's try this out. So, you know, when people see that I'm like... Very spiritual, I'm very loud about my faith. Like, I let them know this is all based on experience. I didn't sit here and read the Bible every day, like, mm-hmm. that's not how I built my relationship with God. Like, it's all through experience and just like
0: moments where you like needed Him and here's there showing up, right?
1: When I say, I'm like, Oh, you still here? That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> that's, that's what's cool. up. Oh, man, that's lit. That's you know? lit. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna leave. Oh, you've been here the whole time. Oh, so when I was out here flipping out, you was wait, You was but, late to come back. Right. Got it, got it, got Like, got it. you, got, got you. It.
0: So, so, like, what were some of my major life experiences? That happened in 2008? That, yeah. That happened in 2008. Okay, and that kind of, like, shows you you can do this. Yeah, like, that was, confirmation. like,
1: when I was, I've been intentionally on my spiritual journey since 2008.
0: Okay, were you, that's when, that's when you started, like, were you 16. reading the Bible more often? Or no, or was 16 doing... was just
1: when I started trusting God. Okay. It wasn't even, like, let me start being studious. It was mm-hmm. more, let me start living. And using what's been instilled in me because mm-hmm. you know we can do the routine go to church Sunday, all this other stuff but you know it's good now like even in my practice and even in my practice now like being able to apply spiritual laws and principles to my life and like actually apply them
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know not just study them but apply them and use them like it's it's different from when you come up and you're just told to recite these scriptures or recite these things just right. based on like a memory thing or just like, this is what you're supposed to do. And then now you start like living it and knowing like, Oh, okay. When you say Christ is within, you're actually saying my imagination and that I have the power to do anything that I want.
0: Yeah. Got
1: it. So it's like, I didn't make that connection when I was a kid. Yeah, it was okay. more like, okay, how is he in me? Like, I don't get it. Right. And especially if we're only talking about church on Sunday if it's not a daily thing, mm-hmm. then I don't see people around me implementing what we're learning. I see y'all going back to your regular scheduled lives right and then you just turn on the church right Sunday. and so you know through the journey you learn wow okay, so I am the church, so I have the power
0: to connect oh, I to like God that I am the church I have the yeah. power to connect
1: to God whenever I want okay, cool so it's it's it just gets deeper the more you seek it, and mm-hmm. so that has played a major Role in my right. growth, as well as just how I've been able to engage with other people, mm-hmm. you know, because a, a lot of the things that I hear people say that like, damn, pressure, you're hella consistent, like you're the same from when like we were in middle school to like college to like now. So I give
0: all kudos to God. For that. Yes, your faith is honestly, <laughs> and I love that faith. I am the church, and then you make such a great point. My mom never like forced me to always go, because her mom forced her, Mm -hmm. and she didn't really start, that didn't help her at all, because it was just memorization, but when she got older, and she went through things, and when she had three children while in college, she, you know, found a way to make it happen, moved to Texas, and that's why she never forced us, but as I got older, and when even when I was in high school, and I got injured, and I was like, okay, this doesn't happen for anything, and I was just remaining positive facts, I feel like a lot of people just don't have, like, the understanding that, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, not just... Yeah, you like not going to be the victim, I'm going to be the victor. Like yes. that is just so important. That's so important. And also so okay, I as you were talking about, you know, the things you like the things you've been involved in, in the past, you made a lot of pivots in your entrepreneurial journey. So, is it ever how do you know when it's time to pivot? And have you ever been like, ah, uh, you know, because I was like, a lot of people are worried that, you know, if they keep changing what they're doing, that they're never going to really find something to settle in. Okay, mm, so that's good. How did you figure out, when do you know it's time to pivot? And what made you feel comfortable actually making that step into something completely different?
1: Right. Um, so for me, I've never been driven by money. Mm. I've always been like heart driven. Like, not that I'm an, I'm an emotional decision maker, but I have to like, feel it like mm-hmm. I need to be in it like right. if I'm not fully connected to the mission I'm not gonna wake up every day and do it and be mm-hmm. consistent and so when I wasn't excited anymore when it didn't give me that like spark of energy when it wasn't really in alignment with the future of who I was becoming mm-hmm. like I always I think probably one of the questions I used to always ask myself is like can I do this for the long term mm mm-hmm. And if I didn't see myself doing it for the long term, I'm like, clearly there's something else.
0: Yeah, and your first pivot was from fashion to, or your fashion, like when you got school, you were in yeah. fashion. Pivot
1: was from fashion to social media social marketing. Social media
0: marketing. Okay. So
1: that transition happened. Well, yeah, that transition happened because, but I did several pivots in the fashion industry before deciding to exit.
0: So, because okay. you're trying to figure out, is this gonna? Can I make it work? Can I make it work? work can I make it okay. work? Our, yeah. Okay.
1: So it's not. It's not that. So I've okay. I've, de- I've, I've depleted all yeah. avenues. Yeah. Okay. Great. So I'm not that person where I give up easily. Not at mm-hmm. all. But I will keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And then once I know, like, okay, you've exhausted all you can. It since,
0: yeah. It's like okay. It's time. It's to comfortable to be like I feel comfortable knowing I did everything I could. This isn't right. it. right
1: and one of the consistent things I can say is that every time it was time to pivot it was like I had to go inside it was Mm -hmm. like okay I've been I've been extending a lot of energy externally let me sit with myself for a minute to see like what works Mm -hmm. um and honestly every pivot there also came a lot of pain like Mm. Like, it was, like, having
0: to agree, like, having to realize that you have to step away from it?
1: Yeah, stepping away, but then, like, it was always, like, a... There's this book called The Crushing by T.D. Jakes. Okay. That I recommend everyone read, but it just talks about, like, if you bear fruit, like, God prunes you so that you may bear more fruit. Mm -hmm. And so, it's... That pruning season is a signifier of, like, I'm about to pivot. So, for example... When I, cause when I graduated from college, my plan was to be a fashion retail buyer. Okay. So I wanted to be the person to buy the clothes that was in Macy's, Saks. Like, I wanted to be that person that selects what the customer
0: gets to buy. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. You don't even realize what jobs you're... That, I didn't even know that was a That's job. That's a job. Okay. Noted. So, Continue.
1: And so um, so that was my vision, and I couldn't get a job. So then I was like, I'll be a personal stylist and shopper. Mm-hmm. So this is back in 2012, 2013. People didn't really see the value in having a personal shopper. Of course, now everyone's like, oh, my style is this. I have mm-hmm. a personal shopper. But back then, it was very hard to sell my value. And that was very uncomfortable and annoying. And I'm like, I cannot make a living off of this. So let me put my brains on that. But after I graduated from college, I went to design school. Okay. I was like, well, I am, I've always wanted to have my clothing line. And I did some design in college. But I was like, okay, let me actually learn the skill set. bought the industrial sewing machine taught myself how to sew at that time that my boyfriend i was dating i actually ended up teaching him how to sew and he's still a designer till this day wow um and so i was in design school for a year and then i was like i do not see myself just sitting at home making clothes yeah
0: sewing all day okay this doesn't how long were you pursuing it before you like a year a year okay i did it for a year
1: then i was like i need to get out of houston this is just i don't feel inspired i just feel like i'm at a blank wall And so I started applying for internships, like, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Then I got accepted to an internship with Zach Posen, who was a um, Project Runway designer at that time. And they were like, yep, you're accepted. Come out here. You can start next week. And I was like, it was my birthday week. So my birthday was, like, a going-away party. I think I was 23. Okay.
0: And where were you going to? so
1: So I moved to Harlem. So I moved to New York. Wow. I literally had, like... A month's rent, month and a half's worth rent. Ended up moving in this apartment with this mom and daughter, and didn't know till like a week later that I was actually living in the daughter's room, and she was living in the living room. But that's how high. Like I was paying like twelve hundred dollars
0: just playing. for a room.
1: No, $1,200 twelve hundred total for from my room. pockets for for yeah for a room. And I was catching the train every day to go downtown. So I was in a, I was an assistant um, fabric and trim buyer, which is a dressed up name for a runner. Okay. Once I got there,
0: oh you didn't, oh you didn't realize that's didn't, what you realized. Yeah, okay. So they
1: gave me like a list of deliveries to make or like pickups or whatever, and then I would go and come back, and they'll give me another list. I'm like, I've already been to this place today. They're like, mm. oh yeah, but it's, I said, we well, need to find a more efficient system,
0: ma'am. Oh, I am not about to so go to the yeah. I, I,
1: no. So. I mean, I got a lot of contacts and all of that, but then after like 3 weeks I was looking for a job. Like I was trying to You want to get, get out of that. Well, I was just like, it was a free internship. So I wasn't getting oh. paid.
0: Oh. So like I
1: literally just went out there like
0: with one month's rent. With one okay. month's rent. I'm
1: like, "Okay, now I have to find a job now that I have this." And I was reading um Instinct by T.D. Jakes. Okay. Clearly he's been a force in my life yeah. journey. Yeah. Um, And I took a I took a walk down to Coney Island, and I was on the beach, and I was reading the book, and I was like, "Starving artist, no, I don't want to. I don't want to live that life. That's mm. not that's not what I came out here for." So I went back home.
0: Wow, sure. So you were. In the uh, I was for there for three... like two
1: months. Two maybe, months. Maybe 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 a month and a half.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, because I got there like mid May. And then I had June's rent. And then I was like, do I first come in? I don't got this money to pay this lady. I Like, I chose the path of least resistance. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to know the difference between like, oh, let me grow, let me push. And then you got to know like, sis, this ain't it.
0: Yeah. You okay. know? So I'm
1: like, do I want the pressure of trying to hustle to find this money or even getting in debt with this lady? Or do I just need to go back home?
0: Mm-hmm. Was that a hard decision for you or is it kind of like, yeah?
1: Um, it was like it's one of those things where I'm like when I know I have to make a decision I'll take a couple days to like give myself to like weigh my options but I force myself to make a decision Mm -hmm. so I was like and then I also I think it's important to think about who's affected by this decision right so it's like do I want to put this lady in a rough spot and telling her hey I don't have the money but I'm gonna try to give it to you when I know I've exhausted all resources so it's like don't put other people in uncomfortable situations when it's like your stuff yeah you know so so yeah i left and came back home and then i was like i'm gonna open up my own store so i ended up reaching out to my friend my girlfriend from high school we always like style was like our thing i was like so i have this idea like i think she open up the store she's like okay let's meet about it so she ended up having cash i ended up having credit so then we end up building a brand like we met up what was the Um, brand called it was called the montage the montage so with the montage i can't believe i didn't know (laughs) we like came up with the brand name and then we went to the trade shows and we sold the vision of like where it was gonna be how we're gonna have it set up and we got accounts with like all of these luxury brands like diane von Furstenberg, nicole miller um
0: and they uh, were so buying Australian the business. Like, did you bring clothing? Or no. they
1: was like, just were... No, I'm buying their clothes to put in my store. Oh, okay. So we went to the trade shows to be like, hey, we're a new store. Because a lot of times they're like, we need to know that you're like a legit business before we, you know. But we end up placing orders because it's like net 30. So net 30 is like, I'm going to get your product, but you're going to be time to sell it before I have to pay you for it. Okay. So we had several orders. The orders started getting shipped to my house. End up finding an investor. Um, how'd you find an investor uh through a family friend
0: okay
1: um to the, invest in the
0: physical the,
1: the actual space
0: okay
1: um end up getting like a letter of intent um for the actual space but i need to get approval from one of the partners of the space that lived out the out of the uh he didn't live in houston and so in the process of me structuring that deal the investor fell out and i'm like
0: but they weren't able to... Like, they just, these... like,
1: ghosted me. Like, ghosted... Like, yeah, I was just... I'm like, Mom, I thought this was your friend. I thought he was, like, down for the cause. And yeah. And she was like, I don't know. This has never happened before. And I'm just like,
0: okay. Hmm.
1: So, I had to ship all the clothes back.
0: So, well, how long was tell... this process of, This like... was
1: literally maybe two months.
0: Two months. Just... So, mind
1: you... So, I... <laughs> Baby girl, I'll be taking action. Yeah, that's that's all I'm hearing right now. So it's just like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Let's find it. And every time it's like a learning experience. So yeah, so end of June, I came back home by July, mid-July. I was back in New York before the trade show. Mm -hmm. And then we moved, we went to LA. We like got flights, all this stuff. I was like ran on my credit cards. I'm like, okay, we're going to get the hotel on here. We're going to get the flights on here. She's like, cool, I got the cash for us to eat food. So we just like. Was down for the cost to just make it yeah. happen. And everything was coming together. And I was like, oh
0: my God. This is really going to happen. This is really about to
1: happen. They like really like just off of what I said. Yeah, just off, like, the, off like, of the strength of The just... strength of what I said. So, um, yeah. So, when the investor fell out, that was like maybe late August, September. And then I said, hmm. Okay. So, am I going back to retail now? Like, how am I going to take care of myself? Mm-hmm. So, this was probably 2015, I want to say. No, this was 2014. Yeah, this is 2014. So, this is just a year out of college.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. A very involved year. Okay. So, yeah.
1: when I tell you I don't sit, I'm like, I have to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in my eyes, since I was 16, I've only been depending on me. Mm-hmm. So, here I am, 22, 23, I'm still depending on me. Now, my mom came home when I was about 21-ish, like, right after I came back home from Paris. So she wasn't able to come to my high school graduation, but she did come to my uh, college graduation, which Mm -hmm. was dope. But, you know, she's trying to get herself established, -established reestablished now. So, of course, I'm even more like, mom's home, so we really got to hustle it up and, like, get things together. So throughout all of that, it was like, okay, let me just, get back to some level of stability Mm -hmm. like you you chill for a minute sis yeah you know so then I did that and that's when I met my girl Stacy uh she's my best friend now but um I was working at Buckle which is this place where they're known for denim and first colony mall and I had interned with them in my undergrad and so I was like yeah let me can I get a job? Can I get a job, please? Or... You know, and it was a sales, like, commission based job. And it was like, I suck. I suck. Oh. Yeah. She was great. Like, she could sell anything. Like, just make people feel like they're just this amazing superstar. And, like, you right. deserve all these pairs of jeans, these shirts, and this jacket. And, like, it, you look amazing. And I'd just be like, but I was the merchandiser. So okay. I would make the store look good, like that was fun for me. Right. But then my manager was like, "Okay, Precious, um, we keep paying you minimum wage because you're not reaching your sales goals." I'm like, "Buddy,
0: buddy, if <laughs> yeah. they don't want the jeans,
1: yes, <laughs> they don't
0: want the, jeans. They want the jeans. I can't force things. I don't know what to say. I don't know what. To so I just have to, buddy. What? <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? <laughs>
1: this is not my calling. Right. Sales is not my calling. Right. Okay. But I will make people walk in here. You see all these customers? Right. That's because I've said i merchandise those windows to make people come in. So he just, he loved when Stacey and I were when we, when we were only two black girls too. Mm-hmm. But shortly of us spending that time together, she confided in me and told me her dreams was to move to LA and be a TV host. And I was like, oh my God, girl, I can totally see that. I support you like 1,000%. And so, she ended up making the hard decision because he was about to promote her to manager. And she was like, no, like, I'm going to go for my dreams. So, she went to, actually, this was 2013, 14. She went there. She got there 2014. So, I think I ended up working. I was working at Buckle while I was in design school.
0: Okay. And then all it much. all
1: came back. So, then when I hit her, I was like, hey, can I come back? So, yeah, okay. I'm realizing how all this stuff is connected. But anywho, she went off to New York, I mean, to L.A., and I was, like, her personal stylist. Like,
0: I packed all her clothes. You all so y'all went. So she went, but I was virtual.
1: It was virtual. So it was like, she was like, okay, girl, I'm going to L.A. I got a few interviews set up. So I packed her bag, like, put her looks together, sent her off, and I was, like, her virtual, like, she was like, okay, how's this look? You know, so we, that was our relationship for, like, over a year or so. And then through my journey, um, This is when like Instagram started kicking off a little bit, like 2014, 2015. And I started, uh, I did my first inspirational post on Instagram because I had just broke up with my boyfriend and I needed, I needed some energy. I needed to feed myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to post a video. So someone else may need this too. Wow. And I posted the video. This is back in, we had 15 second videos. And and I had got 76 likes. That was a lot. That's yeah, how, that yeah, that was a good thing. bit. I got seventy six likes and then I was like, Oh my god, I needed this. I was like, Okay, inspiration. That's my lane. All right. You like I'm that. Post you posts. like how it felt. I'm gonna I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna get. So that was twenty fifteen when I started kinda posting that type of content. Um, but by twenty sixteen so twenty fifteen I started posting that content and then I just started networking. Like I think I went back I went and went back to Papado and I mm-hmm. got a job. I just started hustling, trying to make ends meet. And then I was and then that's when I started getting heavy into networking events. Started going to networking events and then I was started giving up my shifts and my manager was like, Okay, so do you work here or what? Because I haven't seen you in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Actually, you know, actually this probably doesn't make sense anymore. He's like, Yeah, you should just you
0: should just go. Call, yeah. Call, call like, a day yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay i'm gonna walk i'm gonna walk away and where were you finding these networking events like someone was telling you something or like just um, searching honestly
1: Eventbrite was popping back then uh, and it still is now but it was more so of like my circle facebook
0: probably facebook facebook wow. facebook
1: was probably the the spot and i was always seeking like what people were doing to make money mm. <laughs> like real estate investing like I joined, and I didn't really talk about this much, but I joined a business fraternity called Alpha Kappa Psi while I was in college, and I ended up becoming the president of that fraternity, and that was an amazing experience, and that's when I learned that I enjoy developing people through that, but that's that's a whole, that's that's a longer story, but anywho, my, it was a co-ed fraternity, so two of my, my fraternity brothers, we were like, we're going to start our own real estate investing company post-college, but only one of us got a real job, so it was like, Okay, so we actually started networking together, building relationships with, you know, brokers and you know, people kind of getting in that lane. And considering my mom was like, that was her pat like her history. Mm-hmm. I was kind of already familiar. So it was like, I've always had people to hold me accountable to like, hey, let's go out here. Let's go network here. Because right. I actually I don't really care to network but i know really? it's like you know it's really important you know it. i know yeah. it's important but it's just like i gotta have this intentional ass conversation right i don't wanna but right. okay so you know um so yeah through that i started networking and everything and then i became a project manager for this company called deals in high heels
0: deals in high heels yes
1: and so that's nice um, to it mm. and so yeah so i was the project manager and i was like Helping like put together workshops, teaching people how to you know um, invest in real estate, uh, flip houses, even international real estate. So that was really fun. And then from there, that's when I started my share of like network marketing opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. So I did ambit. Oh my god! I actually there was a company before ambit where we had to like knock on doors to get people to sign up for like. Oh yeah, Door like, to door. I'm talking about blue shirt, khaki pants. <laughs> Okay, it was a khaki blue shirt, khaki pants. I was like, "Is this my life?" I, did, I my life? only did one day. I only did one day. I only did I'm one day. I was kidding. like, we like hopped on this van, drove out to Galveston to like knock on these old people doors to get them to transfer their lights over, and I was like, "This isn't me. This
0: is not. No, nope, I
1: know how it. to humble myself, but this is not. It. <laughs> this, is this is not, not it. it. Um, <laughs> this is not. No, this isn't working." So then I tried ambit, but I was like, I don't like talking to people about their electricity. I don't right. know. It just wasn't a, it wasn't a thing for me. Mm-hmm. So then I tried TLC. TLC was like, it really kicked off. It like, not let me say kick off. It took my personal development to like a whole nother level. Right. You know, just the people I I was around, like, everyone was older. I was, like, the young social media girl. Mm -hmm. So they just saw me as the youngster. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm in the room listening to all this game. about to get all this wisdom, travel. I was just, like, stretched, like, crazy. And um, throughout that experience was when I, I, like, basically built up my business acumen to where, like, my creative circle, like, I was always that person to bridge the gap.
0: Mm -hmm. so you know someone i know oh y'all should yeah yes so
1: i bridge i bridge the gap in essence of like my friends would have an idea or have a product whether they were a designer or a stylist or a music artist and they would just be like precious i need to launch this i need to launch that and i would come and make it make sense money-wise because i'm Mm -hmm. like how are you monetizing this Mm -hmm. so i would always bridge the gap in that regard because i'm over here building um All this momentum with these other seasoned entrepreneurs, whether all they were network marketing, they were experienced business professionals. So they Mm -hmm. had other things going on. So it was a lot of things I was picking up that I was taking back to my creatives. Because, you know, as a creative, you're like, I just want to release my art. This is just what I feel. I know I can make money off of this. But then I had to, I was indirectly coaching them on business. Right. By helping them structure and make their plan make sense. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever they have, whenever my friends have ideas, or friends of friends have ideas, they're like, mm, "You probably need to talk to Precious to see how this gonna work." Yeah, so that was kind of like the code Like, you probably need to talk to Precious, and then I'd be like, "Okay, so what? Yeah, so how is this and this and, this. and they're like, "Oh, I was like, you probably need to do that first before you even,
0: you know, right. before you do this, or this, this. this." So you know,
1: I was always that person, and so with TLC, I was passionate about health and wellness, but there was such a big disconnect mindset wise that even when I would talk to people my age they didn't really grasp the value of the opportunity Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you've had that situation where it's like bro this is the best thing you could ever do in your life right now but like so it was also it was very hard for me to like build right it was so hard for me to build and then um the company I was working with, they uh, that was the project manager for they dissolved their company. So then it was like I was doing network marketing full time and I was like, Okay, I didn't sign up for True. tea to
0: take care of my life. Yeah, you I didn't mean, think lose five pounds in five
1: days, mm, I need money like today. Yeah. <laughs> like, Friday, right <laughs> like right
0: now. I need it like right okay. now. Real bills. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: And so um from there is when I pivoted and I was actually uh, Twyla Portis. I was introduced to Twila Portis to be my mentor, and she was getting to know me and I told her about my background in fashion and everything. She's like, Oh my god, my son, he's like an aspiring designer, and we're doing like a fashion show for his birthday. Like, you know, maybe you can help him out. So I did some design consulting, and from there they saw my value there. Was like, mm. you know, what else can you do? So then I ended up building his whole brand.
0: What? Yeah. As in like you're like
1: Jimmy Burner. You can look them up. I know. I know about what. Well, oh, yeah. Y'all I yeah, know. Yeah. I,
0: wow. So, from the logo
1: to the team to, like, the content to the collection, approving designs, like, so I basically help you know, launch his brand.
0: That is yeah. absolutely amazing. I can't believe it. Yeah, that so there, that was probably but... like my
1: one of my first fashion brands that I launched. But before right. that I had my boyfriend at the time I told you I taught him how to sell. So I was helping him build his brand. Mm-hmm. And then
0: And that brand that y'all built, he's still yeah, running with it. Yeah. Wow. He's still
1: he's still running with it. And then Jimmy, he's kind of put fashion on hold to focus on his music, but fashion is still like embedded in who he is. Mm-hmm. Um and so from there that's when I really bossed up.
0: Okay, you because know because you saw what you could do. You yeah, a, okay, I saw I what I do could do, this. and
1: like building teams, and delegating, and negotiating, and all these different things. So I give, I like give so much gratitude to anybody that like saw the potential in me mm-hmm. and put me in leadership roles. Because it was wow. always people like nominating me to do different things. I'm like. I've never done this before, but you're saying I can do it? Mm -hmm. I guess I can try. Yeah. The least I can do is try. They were, like,
0: open to, like, giving you a chance.
1: Yeah. So, I've had a lot of people along my journey say, like, you know what? I'm I'm a bet on her. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: I end up just exceeding expectations and just, you know, I was always that person where it's, like, if I didn't know, like, I could figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. Google. So, when people be asking, I'm like, did you Google it, though? Yeah. Did you look at it? I know it's so easy to just shoot me a text, but... It's the world mm. wide web.
0: Well it's the world, world wide web. It's <laughs> <Like> It's
1: worldwide. <laughs> just search. It's just, a, just, just a, a search away. Google search away. It's, search search
0: away. it's a no, search away. That's so 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 many people would just uh, like, oh, I can't find it, so it's not there. there. so and it's just
1: like, what? So I've always had a line chasing me. Like I tell people you, you gotta identify that lion that's going to chase you. Like, for some people, for some people, it's their kids. For other people, it's like, I don't want to be like that person. I don't want to be like my dad. Like, that's what's going to motivate me. Like, you got to figure out what's chasing you. But for some people, they're comfortable and it's like, I'm not that scared. Yeah. But for me, it's like, so you had,
0: you were afraid of like, I don't want, what what was your line? My
1: line was that, if I don't move, I don't eat.
0: Mm, Because you you were your own support system. I was my own
1: support system. So it's like, I have to eat.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. if I don't get up and move, who's going to feed me? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wait for somebody else to feed me. Like,
0: that no. is Like, why
1: give them that control over my supply of how I've survived? No.
0: Wow. What lion is going... I'm going to take that one. Yes. I like that. I'm looking you have that to one. have a lion
1: chasing you. Like, what's chasing you for you to get up off your behind and, like, go make it happen?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there's no way there's a lion... I'm just sitting right here by the lion.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm no, to...
1: I'm getting away. Right. I, am, I refuse. Like, you're not about to out... No. And so... So, yeah. So, with that, I'm trying to, like, connect all the dots. Right. You but, bossed um, up. But, yeah, oh. I bossed up. And... All, this, all these things happen simultaneously. So although these are different pivots, like, everything was, like, connected and led yeah. to another thing. So, you know, some of the reoccurring themes is, like, you know, people were a big part of it. Like, mm-hmm. whenever you're trying to pivot, granted, you have to, like, go inside and see what's genuine and real for you. But you have to, like, have a network of people you can connect to mm-hmm. to help you see the light of what could possibly be next. Right. Because it's not just in your head. Like, it's not just in a book. Mm-hmm. You have to go out there and feel and touch and you have those
0: conversations. Hey, yes, okay. exactly.
1: And so, uh, Stacy and I, we're still connected in this time. And I started consulting her on, like, emails. Like, she would try to negotiate deals. And I'd be like, word it like this and do it like this. And it went from me structuring her emails to her being like, you know, I think we were talking about just the direction of where her brand was going. And then I flew out there to have, like, a brand meeting with her, her photographer, and we just had this whole vision of, like, what she can grow and become. And then six months later, she got her own show on Oprah, on the own network.
0: Wait. So she currently... Right now, I well, right her. now
1: she the show isn't airing anymore. But this was in twenty seventeen.
0: Right, but she was like successfully actually made yeah. this happen. I love how yeah. in all these stories, like you know, you're comfortable being the person that's in their corner, just like helping people. There's some people that are so focused on being like the front man, like yeah. I need to be, but you're you understand, like you know. You have like you're. I don't know. Like you played your part so well, like to help other people, like yeah. really achieve their goals. That is absolutely amazing. That is honestly just so inspiring. So she had a, she had a actual, like did an
1: interview for it. Like she had been doing this free show where they did the after show on different shows, and she was doing an after show for Greenleaf and was given feedback or whatever. Then. Oprah ended up calling into that show and was like, yeah, I've been watching you guys show. She's like, oh my God, Oprah's been watching our show. Like what? And so after that engagement, a couple months later, she was like, I'm going to do an after show idea for my network. And then, yeah, the, he, she just, she was like, that's the girl I want to do it. Wow. So there's no interview or anything. And so like at this time, I had kind of built Jimmy's brand to a point to where it's like, it's like sustainable you know, ends. you okay, guys yeah. got it from here. Yeah. And so that's when I was like, okay, what is life now? I'm like, mm. okay, what's happening? I was like, maybe I'll do law school. I've always said I wanted to do it. So then I went, sat in some classes at Thurgood Marshall at TSU. Then I sat in some classes at U of H at uh, the Bauer College. And then I was like, mm, not sure. And then I get a call from Stacey. She's like, so i just got this show um can you come to la for like a couple weeks i'm like
0: sure so i don't have anything else to do at this yeah.
1: point um so i flew out there ended up being two and a half years
0: what you stayed <laughs> in la for two and a half years bi-coastal right bi-coastal i was,
1: right. so
0: I was, <laughs> I was right. living on
1: her couch staying at my dad's house building my clients in austin and so i was like traveling clients you were
0: doing clients for like so at
1: this time you know i'm coming to help her like my role wasn't really clear besides being a supportive friend Mm -hmm. and i've always been her stylist so of course i would give my input there and then due to me always already consulting her in business having insight on how her career should go which kind of panned into like a brand talent manager but i wasn't I didn't really own that title. Yeah. Or, or was I even getting paid to do it? I was right. just being there to be a supportive friend. And then, you know, she was probably the person that allowed me to grow. That was another exponential growth moment because.
0: She put you in position. She, she put like, me in position. Yeah, yeah, she trusted
1: me. And so then from there, now we're having to like. Mind you, we were we 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 knew each other from working together for like four months, and she dipped and went to LA. So a lot of our friendship was virtual. Mm. So then us coming together as like young growing women that we really didn't know each other, know
0: each other, yeah, you know, it's like but you so had it's that like connection. but we
1: had that connection, and so it was a lot of like learning our pet peeves and, like, learning how we move and, like, girl, I don't like to drive, not even at night. Not even like, at like, You know, and it's <laughs> like, you know, us sharing a little things. She's like, well, I don't really like people sleeping in my bed. And I'm like, okay, well, I can get the couch. And yeah. You know, we just have, like, we have those different nuances and, you know, just learning each other while doing business with each other, while building a friendship, while, mm-hmm. like, figuring out, you know, how to build a brand in this entertainment space. So we conquered a lot of new heights together. Right. um But... Throughout that journey like I helped her build a few different brands you know outside of like her personal mm-hmm. brand yeah. you know she had an event that she did and we did this lifestyle like clothing brand and we just kept growing and like took that moment and was like let's run with this right. and like build as many relationships as we can so through that once again I'm positioned to just do more mm-hmm. and explore more um, and so I definitely built my network while I was out there but in that time of course I'm like who am I right now? Right. I started off as a supportive friend. I've done all this work in the past, but what do I want for myself? Well, I know I want to, that's when I was like, I love advocating for creatives. So then I was like, is talent management the thing? Why should I start my own agency and like represent talent? Maybe. But then I realized all the work and effort I put into her. I was like, "Mm, I don't want to do that for a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) you you, You
0: didn't mind being able to assist her. I was
1: like, I felt like, she was like an assignment, mm-hmm. like, like God called me to like, like I need you to support her. Right. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. But
0: for any and everybody, I don't
1: yeah. know if I could do that for everybody. And if I even if I wanted to build a team, so I was like, mm, no, I don't see me doing that long term. And so I was like, but on the branding and consulting side, I can definitely do that. And mm-hmm. that's kind of when I started building my branding agency, where when people were trying to legitimize their brand. They would come to me to be like, "Okay, Precious, I need to do a photo shoot. I need to get my website up. I need a logo." So that's when I started my branding agency. Um at that time, and I don't know, it was like Ray Management. I took the Azure, I took the Ray off, of right? Uh, I was like Ray Management and I was like, uh. And then from there, I went to Precious Azure a Group. Okay. And so Precious Azure a Group has went through a few different iterations logo-wise, but I started building that, and I'm like, I can't represent talent, but I can help and consult people on their personal brands. Mm -hmm. So I took on that title, like a brand strategist, brand consultant. So as I'm helping her, I was building clients in Austin, in Atlanta, um, even in New York, in Dallas, and I was just helping people launch their brands. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm a little bit over the creative deliverables.
0: Okay, so you're kind of... I'm like,
1: all this back and forth, whenever, I'm like... I can't do this. When I'm like, I can't do this the rest of my life.
0: That's when, it's that's when I'm like, yeah. okay,
1: what else sis? what is it? And I'm like, but I can develop people the rest of my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can break communication barriers and help people get to the root of like their purpose and what they're wanting to be like. I'm like, that's fulfilling. I can do that for the rest of my life. Wow. So then that's when I pivoted to personal development versus brand development. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I mean, I'm nice. not sure how long we've been talking, but that's, you know, we, I
0: could
1: go on for hours. That was,
0: Give me, yeah. so, so, okay, so when me give me some, um some tips, because you, I, throughout all this, your whole process of your whole story of everything, you're always, you always have numerous things you're working on at the same time. You have this lion chasing you, so you're always pushing forward and taking action. Uh, so what are some like, you know, tips and tricks that you use on a daily basis or like on a monthly to keep yourself, like to keep you sane. Cause it doesn't sound like uh, through any of this process, it doesn't sound like you were ever like really, I mean, maybe you were, but it doesn't sound like that. You don't speak. of like, oh, I was overwhelmed without how much I was doing. It sounds like you were, I mean, it may have been a lot, but you were finding ways to make it happen yeah. even when it was a lot. Yeah. So how do you avoid feeling overwhelmed when you have so much on your plate?
1: So although, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, I can't really do this. Long term, everything I did was things I was passionate about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I still had fun right. through the journey. So, I'm not going to do anything that I don't enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's like if you're going to invest your time and energy, it has to be something that generates joy. right That's the only way you're going to be confident and positive about shifting. Because if you've been doing investing time in something that doesn't fill your spirit, it you it's easier to just give up altogether. Right. But if you've been investing your time in things where you gained a lot, mm-hmm. like I'm continuously gaining, I'm having fun, I'm generating these positive emotions, but deep down I know it's not forever. Right. Then it's like I can it's easier to come to peace and say like this has served its purpose. Mm-hmm. Like it's time to go. Yeah. But when you don't have that feeling of it served its purpose, then it's just like, oh so I lack purpose. Oh so I'm not What I thought I was. And you just Mm -hmm. start going into this like sunken place of like, this isn't for me. Yeah. So pivoting is part of the journey. And I think like when you are seeking that thing, just make sure as you're doing it that you're having fun along the way Mm -hmm. and that you're gaining and you know it's it's always a plus it's always like that added value even if it's not in the form of what you originally wanted right like because even with la like mind you my and then i guess a consistent thing too is i've always been you know intentional about serving others so it's like i've always been supportive but just being supportive and helping others has put me in so many rooms and has given me so many opportunities and i've been able to develop so many different skill sets right because of my willingness to serve Mm -hmm. and throughout that journey of course i had to figure out okay how much do i get paid for this and how much do i get paid for that and you know which are uncomfortable conversations but you just learn and you kind of grow through it right and even advocating and managing other people and negotiating their deals one of my rules of thumbs is like if someone pays that price once the next
0: person charges them more Hmm, don't keep that. $3. If so, it's for a service, so if someone, yeah, it's someone,
1: like, oh, they paid 300, okay, next person, 450.
0: 450, up it. <laughs> $450. They're like, see how far. we can do 400, cool, right? More than yeah, you know, and just continue to. So, just okay. you gotta
1: just be confident and throw it because honestly, depending on who your client is, who your target audience is, they got money, right? I hope you're not targeting people that don't have money. Mm-hmm. If you're talking to people that have the bag, like, you gotta challenge them because they're looking out for their best interest. And you got to look out for your or whoever's team you're on. Like, you all's best interest. So, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I know baby girl. I pay rent. Right. So, 15. Naturally,
0: just put it out there. We going to put it out there. Yeah. See what I have, yeah, just see what happens. They're like, okay, we can do 15 plus. Okay, great. Even better. Next mm-hmm. person, 18. 15. Yeah, <laughs> naturally, 18. So, what's going to do?
1: You know, so that's like, that was something I picked up on early. I was just like, because it was one time. They were trying to offer like one fifty. I was like, for a post, like no. So you know that whole thing being an influencer, trying to figure out how much you charge for certain posts. I was like, let's do three fifty, and they were like, okay. So the next person, I was like, 500. Or like
0: we're walking, right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: and they were like, okay, but can we? I'm like, okay, we can, you know. So you go back and forth. So that was a really great experience and like learning how to, you know, really just. Get what you feel like your worth. Yeah. And facts. even more. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, you got to name it. You no one
0: just, yeah. And you have to determine your own worth or they're going to continue to. Uh, they're going to continue. Do, yeah.
1: And so even for me, like every three to four months or like, you know, yesterday's price ain't today's price, you know. Facts. So I've just honestly, like, I've taken that all in. I know my value. Anyone that I work with, they're going to get. So I have this philosophy called the brand Trinity system. Mm-hmm. Your personal brand and business, they're all codependent. Like, you can't, if you're a procrastinator as a person, there's no way you can build a brand because there's a level of consistency that you're not used to. Mm. So all these things have to be connected because regardless if you're building a business where you're not the face of it, you are still the CEO of that company. Right. Like it's still dependent on you in order for the business to grow. Mm-hmm. So you have to be real with yourself as a person and take inventory of your assets and liabilities. Yes. What could potentially put this business at jeopardy? My laziness. Got it.
0: Right. It's kind of like how to say how you do anything is how you do everything. Exactly. Right.
1: And so, you know, people, even from the branding perspective, you know, one thing I hated with branding was that people, I know how to make people look good mm-hmm. and everyone wants the aesthetics. But when it comes down to the actual messaging, vision, mission, purpose, value proposition, they're like, "Um, I don't know exactly. I know my customer. Everybody's my customer. No, sis. No,
0: sis. What's the
1: story (laughs) behind what you're doing? No one knew how to articulate their story. Mm. And I'm like, that's because they don't know themselves. So a lot of people like to build brands and businesses outside themselves, but it's like, you still have to get to the root of who you are and where you're running to grow in order for your brand or business to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so you can want to have a brand that looks good and all that great stuff, but if it doesn't have, if you're just trying to have it just to say you have it, it's not going to last. Right. And one of my um, main taglines within PAG, Purchase Group, is to prioritize your legacy. Like, I build brands with legacy in mind. I don't build brands just Just for a quick little Mm pop-up or like, I just want this idea. Like, I need to make sure what you're building is connected to your overall purpose. Mm -hmm. And we only know that through trial and error. But of course, it's all based on the right questions. The more you ask better questions, the more you can learn more about yourself and about others. And so I tend to challenge people to ask those tough questions. That way we could be like, let's get to the the core. Let's get to the truth. So I'm like big on like, honor your truth. You have to accept and honor your truth. Like, that's the first step to building anything. Mm -hmm. Because if you build it on a facade, if you build it on this desire just to be someone else that you see, it's like, why would people stay?
0: Right. You know? It's eventually going to come out. And even when you
1: have customers, like, customer retention is built on, I have a relationship with this brand. And you want it to be a real relationship. So... I think people miss the aspect of relationship building when you are building a brand. Mm -hmm. Some people think it's just the looks, but it's like, what's the story? What's the personality that I'm going to be connected to? And if it's not you as a person, then we have to develop one for the brand on its own. And so there's so much intentionality when it comes to branding. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people aren't ready to pay the price. That comes with putting together strategic minds to even develop that. Right. So that's why I'm like, let me focus on the person.
0: Mm-hmm. And then once you get that to, And then once I focus on the person,
1: time. now I'm in a position where I consult and I coach CEOs and entrepreneurs. Where I can advise them on, okay, this is the type of team you need to sustain this vision. Mm-hmm. Or this is the type of type of business structure you need. To where you're trying to go,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: you know, okay, well, these are the things you need to implement before you even bring on
0: a team. Yeah, before we, before you yeah. even get there, going, I need you
1: to do this, this, the and this. Steps. Yeah, you know. So I'm happy now because I'm like when I talk about the brand trinity system, is that I'm basically a personal brand and business coaching one. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna always get, and now I'm in the nonprofit space, so I have a bunch of knowledge to add in that realm.
0: Right.
1: So I mean, you know, yes, I'm just grateful.
0: Yes, honestly, just hearing, first of all, I've learned a lot about your story in general I, that I did not even know about, and I just love like, the mindset you approach things with. I definitely love the lion metaphor, mm-hmm. and I just cannot wait to actually start to apply that in my own life. Um, tell people where they can find you, where they can follow you. This is the clarity coach honestly <laughs> um even just through this conversation i felt like i've learned a lot even more um that i didn't even know about you yeah. and just how i can start to be more intentional in my own life on a daily basis so tell us where you can find you i have one more question we're gonna end it off with
1: okay so you can find me at precious azure on every platform precious is spelt just like it is in the dictionary <laughs> but a-z-u-r-e-e and azure is actually my middle name um, my mom gave me that name. It was this perfume that she used to have called Azuré, But it's rooted from Côte d'Azur, which is like the south of France.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which I still saw my bucket list to visit. Um, and you can also go to preciousazure.com 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 and check out my website. You can read my bio. Um, I have some interviews on there. I'll probably be adding this one. Um, and then you can also book a free consultation.
0: So. Wow, precious I'm gonna drop her, I'm gonna drop her at below. Um, so to wrap it up, so give, us, um, give me like um, three book recommendations that you feel like had a significant impact on you know you being the person you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and some you know they can all be the same, not all the same, but like you know different areas of life you may have helped you with their times, some like that.
1: Okay. So I've already given two TDJs, so I'm not gonna repeat those
0: mm-hmm.
1: But the Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard. He's a high-performance coach. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the 2015 version of me. Then I would probably say the next book I would recommend is The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Mm -hmm. That was the... Really, I read that book like 2019, but then I read it again this year. And there's two other books I have to give. One is Outwitting the Devil, which I've told you about. Ooh, I saw that you're reading yes, that. Yes, and, I'm like, and
0: oh. I will second that
1: because. <laughs> when I tell you, okay, so y'all, uh, well, now y'all know, like, I'm very theatrical.
0: I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give all that
1: on social, but y'all won't see more of it. I have to give it, you know, I got to give it to y'all in the right way. But anyways, I, after reading, like, the first, I think, three to five chapters, the book is written like a monologue, like a script. And so I read the book out loud.
0: Really? So
1: I read, I had like my double voice,
0: and then I had yes, yes.
1: So it was so entertaining. Like I did not like one time I was like I couldn't stop. It's like you go, I have it in my bag. I was like, I "I just just keep. I'm like, like.
0: I, I'm You'll like, just get he's trying to get this, me. I'm, yeah. Oh my God. Like it was just so mind opening. I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm thinking like the people that I've known, like, oh my God, they were yes. drifting. I'm like, that's why yes. I'm like, cause they, they're just drifting. Like they don't know my book train. You can't yeah. drift. You can't drift. You can't drift. Oh my God. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't know, you will know when yes. you read the book. Cause I went
1: in the devil. That's a weekend. That's like just. Anything Napoleon weekend. Hill has right, done. Right. Right.
0: Is- it's just top two not number two like it's and to know amazing. it
1: was written like in the 30s like
0: and had the mindset like, i'm like how did he how did you it was the concept he was bringing i'm like how did he even think of this like that's how i know like he was really like yeah yeah he had a he had a purpose on this yes earth, for real
1: yes and so my other book um okay this book has been like my new bible for sure but it's called the power of awareness not in
0: the bag. have wow. it in my
1: bag.
0: Wow. Okay. New Bible indeed. The, the power, power of, of awareness. awareness.
1: So, over during the pandemic 2020, I ended up getting this Instagram buddy. I call him Instagram buddy because, like, he would always send me books. Oh, wait. Before this, essentialism. Essentialism. You, Essential, you actually did tell me The discipline yeah. pursuit of less. Mm. It really, for those of you that are like, I can't focus have so many things going on mm. i don't know what to narrow it down like it really helps you understand what trade-offs are and how to really focus on the things that are essential so get that audio as well as the book like i got the audio first and i was like i have to buy the book so i can highlight yeah and, and, annotate. and annotate i'm big okay. on
0: annotation okay. so
1: that book first but then so th- my instagram friend he would just always send me books and i'm like bro so it wasn't until like a year later. I'm like, can we hop on a Zoom call? Like, can we can we learn about each other? We right. finally like got to talk to each other, and yeah. So he's he's my Instagram friend, but he put me on this book, and I bought it and I started reading it the top of this year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't want to give it away, but it's that it's more spiritual for sure. But it really opens your mind up to. Um, I guess the power of awareness. Like <laughs> it's, like the, it's right. the perfect title. Like you just kind of some of it is repetitive, like anything you start reading and you're like, okay, I kind of see some things. Yeah, and a the lot calm, of stuff. yeah. But it just it allowed me to just truly tap into my personal power on another level mm-hmm. and just like really understand that you know, the true power lies in our imagination.
0: Hmm.
1: Like the human imagination like, that's how we redeem ourselves from anything. Like, any type, you know how they, you know, a lot of people say, okay, think positive, do this, do that. But it's like, whatever situation you're going through, you can, by the power of your imagination, you can reframe and rework your reality. And it basically, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let, because it has that moment where it's like, <gasps> it all comes together. Yeah, okay. So, like, you have, like, the first half of the book where it's like, okay, I'm getting enlightened, I see this, and then... You start You're like, it. Was, I, like, literally, like, they have chapters where it's three pages because it's, like, that deep. Like, you just got all this in three pages. And it's so, like, it's
0: kind of your rereading. You're, like, okay, I need, boom, that's, that's why it's in the back. That's like, why it's in the back. It's
1: a it. continuous reference of, like, oh, uh, okay. But just to, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably have more conversations. But yeah. after reading this book was when. I really made it a priority to think from a godly perspective versus an Mm -hmm. earthly perspective or a worldly perspective. And the more I've done that, I've realized how many people's defaults is from a worldly point of view. And so I always have to catch myself to not have the expectation of people thinking from a godly perspective, but meeting people where they're at, but still, like, not lowering myself. And so that's been my current, like... um, I guess growth moment, challenge mm-hmm. moment, pain point even of, like, I'm, I'm not even thinking. Okay, let me. Yeah,
0: but okay, maybe but not. I gotta, yeah, I want to be, because like, I can't, a, yeah. You know, cause Find like, that in between, yeah. Because when
1: I think about things from a golly perspective, like, I just don't see lack in my life mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like, I don't even speak that or, like, you know, I do believe everything happens for a reason. And I do believe that, you know, if one door closes, another will open. And so, I sit with my emotions but I don't like sit mm-hmm. in them just yeah, because I know just this just is temporary yourself, yeah. I'm like this is temporary I'm like let me go through every emotion but I'm gonna always come out like with the spirit of gratitude mm-hmm. because I know that what's for me is for me
0: yes 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 so much Oh, wisdom definitely <laughs> follow her on instagram um thank you so much precious for your time today yes. and thank you all for watching or listening however you're getting this um and stay tuned for next week another episode with another special guest i cannot wait for y'all to hear from so without further ado that is all <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star review and comment. We really appreciate it. We'll be doing a giveaway very soon on this channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at ConversationsAreMyThing. Have a great day. Catch you on the next episode.